Well, good morning, good afternoon, good evening, whatever time it may be, wherever you are. My name is Craig Hagan, and you're listening to Rayma's Weekly Podcast. I'm sitting here with my co-host, T-Mac, and we've took a little bit of vacation since our last podcast. Yeah, a little time off. We little little sunbathing, little little eating, and you went to well, Sea World, Disney World, something, some kind of world. I went, I went to Orlando. Yeah. Saw Mickey. Oh, Mickey? Yeah. Are you a Musketeer now? <laughs> no, no. <laughs> I actually really wanted to read them to ride the Guardians of the Galaxy roller coaster. Oh, did you? Yeah, yeah, it was awesome. Rex rode it twice. Oh, okay. It's pretty cool. And so you went to the beach. I went to the beach. Yeah. Laid in the sun and ate. That's it. Yeah, but they don't really have, do they have crawfish where you went? Not too much so in Panama. I did, they do have some stuff, but mostly oysters and fish and shrimp. As long as it's food, that's okay, though, right? Yeah, as long as, it's, as, long as it came out of the ocean, it's good. <laughs> yeah, so it's, it you was know nice. the third day of creation is when God made the beach, right? Really? Yeah. Yeah, and your your wife's, like, really dark. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. She came back from vacation. And for you guys that don't know that Tony's wife's our secretary, and so I'm like, man, you're really dark. Yeah. So Because I, I tend to be fairly dark, and she's way darker yeah, than me. Yeah, it looks like, you know, I went down to the beach to come back with somebody else. <laughs> Anyway, so on today's program, um, we have some guests who have been here before, happen to be in town. Um, Kobe Nafton Johnson, they pastor Victory Life Church in Brandon, South Dakota, right? Yep. And so um, you guys are in town bringing some new Rama students, right? Right. Yeah, I mean, they, this, this, their church is, I mean, they got some young people on fire at their yep. church. And they're always, I, I think you had some OU students as well coming, right? Yes. Yeah. So. They both. They're on, the students are on fire because they're on fire. Yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> so they happen to be here um, this week, and they're bringing some new incoming students for both the ORU and here at Rama. And caught them last night and said, "Hey, you want to be on the program?" And they're like, "Sure." So, <laughs> so it's good to have you guys again. You know, it's great and to be here. you know, uh, basically what we I told them last night is, you know, just share whatever's been on your heart. So, share what's on your heart, man. Well, thank you. That's an honor to be here. I want to thank you guys for this opportunity. Um, we were talking this morning, and really our prayer is that uh, whatever we say or how we say it, it, it touches the hearts of those that hear it. And um, if I could just read Psalms 37, verse 5. It's kind of the the theme verse that that we were speaking this morning. Verse 5 says, Commit your ways unto the Lord, trust also in him, and he shall bring it to pass. And what I love is the Passion Translation from that verse. It says, Give God the right to direct your life. Mm. And as you trust him along the way, you'll find that he pulled it off perfectly. And it's really just the story of what's happened with us since we started the church. Well, even over the course of our life. I remember uh, when I was... In middle school, my mom took a trip, loaded us up in the 78 Ford LTD four-door, and it was green, and not even an attractive what a great, green. What a great one. It was. <laughs> Daddy had a sow with Just, it. That's another story. Yeah. <laughs> so we came down here for a week of meetings, and uh, she drove us over to the Rama campus, and me and my two sisters were asked, do you guys ever think you'd want to go here? And uh, we thought about it. And at that time, it was, you know, well, it was 1987, so we didn't have the church building and a few of the other buildings. And um, I was fortunate enough to be raised in a church that was pastored by a Rhema grad. And um, in fact, 
when I was in seventh grade, I had asthma, and our church had a guest speaker in, Rudy Vartichnik. Mm-hmm. Rudy, yeah. Vartichnik. Vartichnik. Yep. And he had a word of knowledge that there is a, a person here with asthma. And uh, I went forward and had hands laid on me, and I was instantly healed. And uh, my youth pastors, my senior year, they came in. Uh, to take over the youth group. They were also Rama grads. And that year, my senior year, I had uh, made the decision to also go to Rama. And, uh, you know, I, I really believe that as God forms us and knits us in our mother's womb, he creates that destiny, that purpose. And that's no new news to anybody. But the point of what I'm trying to get at is that throughout my life, God has continually knitted me to Rama. Yeah, and I really feel the the commitment then to honor that. I remember an instructor that I had at Rama shared this story. He was driving home from class one day, teaching class, and he's at a stoplight, and God revealed to him that. This truth that God is smarter than he is. <laughs> Great revelation. But if you think about it, if God is smarter than me, which he is, and if he has directed my steps like he directs all of ours, then we should recognize that. And if he has connected us like he has, then then we just stick with it. Yeah. We just stick with what he has done what he's directed us in if we trust him along the way we'll find out that he's directed our life perfectly and so i went my first year rama right out of high school and then two years i spent trying to do something else so i got home after my first year rama and uh got a great job started hanging out with some old friends well you met a girl that was that, well, that happened too. So the devil knows your weak areas, and uh, I. Anyways, I got distracted. I got. Distracted. He obviously met the wrong girls. What yeah, I'm thinking. It wasn't my wife. Yeah, okay. Right. So yeah. she remembers that. Yeah. So, I got off into hanging out with the wrong people. Got caught up in in uh, pursuing my own thoughts of what I thought I wanted to do, my own dreams, and uh, then didn't go back immediately following my first year to finish out my second. You, you know, let me interrupt you real fast. So, I mean, th- that is something that does come happen. You, you, you were on the right road. Correct. And then distractions hit. Right. And that yeah. happens to a lot of us. You know, sometimes, when, sometimes we don't realize it was a distraction until after we get over the distraction. And so exactly. we, we all, always, you know, and actually I was, I was speaking to our Synergy, our, our group that we have <laughs> um, on Tuesday night. And, and I was talking about, you know, when you're running your race, the Bible talks about in there in Hebrews, you know, and it, and it talks about being focused on Jesus. But a lot of people, they might be running the, the right race, but they're looking left, they're looking right, they're looking. And then sooner or later, distraction hits and then they're way off course. Mm-hmm. And so right. we need to, just because we get on the right track, we need to make sure we keep focusing. And sometimes we have to refocus and, um, you know, wearing glasses. There's sometimes you think you see really well. And then you go to the optometrist and they like turn <laughs> some knobs or whatever, like, 
Oh, man, that's way better. <laughs> I was blind, didn't <laughs> yeah. know it. Yeah, and, and so sometimes we think that we see you know, clearly in front of us, but then you know, so there, there are some times in our life we need to turn the knobs. Mm. Um, you know, we need to refocus and, and redirect, but we need to also understand, well, I, I read it a lot. You know, to, to the, I, I say I read, it, I read it to or preach on it a lot. It's John 10, 10, the thief mm-hmm. comes to steal, kill, and destroy. So really his, his goal is to bring distractions to keep you from right. running your path. All right. Exactly. Yeah. So that that's that was even though you started on the right path, you know. And actually, I heard a story just last night. Actually, after I talked to you guys, um, talking to our, our our recruiter Christy Wicks, and she was telling me a story about one of the um, youth, former youth ministers here at Rama. Whenever he was a Rama student, and him and his wife were both students, and said they went home at Christmas, and. Um, you know, then they came back to Rama, you know, and they were thinking to themselves, you know, they were kind of lonely. They'd have a lot of friends. And they're thinking, you know what? We could probably just pack up and go home and nobody would miss us. You know, we don't really have a whole lot of friends here. You know, we, you know, in, in the three months or whatever, we had made too many friends. And he, so he said they were really considering packing up and going home, even though they were on the, the road. They were, right. you know, right road. And um, um, back, th- this is back in because in the 90s and you know answer machines were kind of the big thing you know so so um their phone rings and um they picked it up and the guy who called said oh i thought i was gonna get the answer machine they didn't know that they were home yet and he he just said well looking forward to seeing you tomorrow in class i'm, I'm sure you're gonna be there right you guys are and um, so he says it was that phone call that kept them on the right road mm-hmm. you know it's just amazing how sometimes god can use us and you know just to speak a word because somebody was looking for him tomorrow in class and when they said that no one really cared whether they were there hmm. kind right. of interesting well and even at the gentleman that made the phone call probably didn't have a burning bush experience to make it yeah right <laughs> it just thought well i should just give him a call yeah. yeah and just following those promptings yeah right lead to something amazing that you don't realize until you get there and even my distractions were christian friends and so it's it's usually people get swallowed up in these distractions that are usually seemingly innocent Mm -hmm. and then that just turns you just off by a couple feet and then you're you're not no longer doing what god's called you to do yeah but every time when i those during those two years every time i would uh recalibrate Right, I would start delighting myself back in the Lord. Those desires to finish out that second year just began to come up, and I, I share that with our young people that go off to Rama, um, or even just for life. I say, whatever God's called you to do, um, you have to take that step. You have to take that first step. And so many times, people don't even want to take the first step until they hear what step two or three is, mm-hmm. and that's not how faith works. Nope. You take that first step. And then you'll get step two. And then when you're doing step two, you get step three. Uh, So I did uh, finish my second year out two years after the fact. And um, from there... uh, So I guess you got undistracted finally. (laughs) I did. I finally got undistracted. I finally had made enough adjustments in my life where uh, that summer leading up to that year I did finish out my second year... I had to, actually, I had to change my friends. Yeah. I had to yeah. change my friends because every time I would go back into that group of friends, 
I'd fall back into that distraction. And, and I do want to say this, like you said, your, your friends are Christian friends. Just because they're a Christian friend doesn't mean that, that you know, because sometimes it's like, oh, you don't need to go to that Bible school. Or you don't yeah. need, I mean, you know, they might, you know, might, might not be in sin, but the Bible talks about lay aside weight. And I, and I actually, I mentioned right. once again, you know, to the group there, you know, your friends could be weight. Um, you know, your some there could be a boy or a girl or what, you know, whatever that could, that could be weight. And Video games could be weight. I mean, yeah. you know, th- there's different things that distract you from, from doing some things you need to do. And it doesn't mean it's a, something bad. I mean, I know there are some people who like to go fish. Mm-hmm. And um, summertime, a lot of times, I mean, you know, they don't, Sunday morning, they'd rather go fishing than show up to church. You know, now um, because of all the online churches, they can just sit there and fish. I guess they can watch their, <laughs> their, their device. <laughs> but anyway, that's a whole other story. Well, I, got a, I was looking at, over some notes the other day. I've got a message I preached 12, 15 years ago. Weights, wins, trends, and so-called friends. <laughs> and they'll all get you off course. Yeah. yeah. And, and so sometimes people think, well, you know, these people are in sin, so I'm, you know, it's, it's okay. But it's, if they're keeping you from running your race, and everyone has their own race and their own. Right. And you know, sometimes our races are side by side. So, sometimes they go off in different ways. And you know, I, I use also the comment. It happens a lot of times here. Here at Raymond, we have I mean, here in Tulsa, we have a lot of number of churches, and they'll say, "Well, this church does it this way, and that church does it that way." And I'm like, I don't care. <laughs> I mean, you know, that's not saying that what they do is wrong. What we do is right. It's just you know, God uses us all differently. Right. That's right. Yeah. I, uh, I, I relate this also to just, I mean, when you look at friendship, it's all, it's, a, it's throughout a lifetime. So I went to Rama at a different season than Colby Yeah. and, um, he had come to me and we, we've shared this on other podcasts yeah. with you, but he'd come to me and said, I really want you to experience Rama. At least if it's only just for one year, I just want to be there. And I had consulted ministers, people in my life that um, I looked up to that were almost, um, you know, just godly wisdom. and and Like like mentors. Yeah, mentors and trying to discern if that's something that I needed to do because we were already in ministry, you know, and I'd been, we'd been doing ministry 14 years and in the natural, it looked like, which is understandable to them in the natural, it, it it's not needed. You know, I it, they didn't say do not go, but they encouraged me in the place that I already was in the Lord, the ministry position I was already operating in. You know, in, the, in appearances, it didn't look like I needed to go, but I absolutely needed to go in order to be doing what Colby and I are doing now. Yeah. And only God knew Mm -hmm. it was in his heart what we would be doing now and not in any other person's heart. And and so that's that's also so very important is you're listening to the spirit of wisdom for you. And it appeared like wisdom, a godly wisdom, but it wasn't for me. And so and we talked about that. I waited and that was a miserable mistake, too. So he ran off for two years and I put it off for one. So, yeah. Anyway, it applies both areas. It's not just your natural friends that are doing natural things. It can be in spiritual oh, yeah. circles, yeah. Yeah. too. Well, I know a lot of pastors who have people who are key volunteers in the church, you know, and sometimes they feel a call, the key volunteer feels a call to come to Ramah, and sometimes there's hesitation 
whether they really want them to go. <laughs> and, you know, and that's being selfish. So sure, yeah. you're, you're looking at the needs of your church at the present time. And we also don't know, I mean, these folks may or may not come back, you know, to, to work in your church. But you know what? The main thing is that they do what God wants them to do. And sometimes they've, I've known situations where they came back, became an associate, and because they went, they, they actually helped the church. And sometimes there's people that come, and then they ended up, you know, at one of our working, one of our Rhema schools in, you know, some other country, you know. Right. And so that's okay. Like a, there's a certain pastor, he goes, you know, I found out that no matter whether they come back or they don't come back, um, his church actually offers a lot of scholarships, you know, goes, because I know I'm going to set them up to succeed in their life. And um, you know, whether they're called for the full, full-time ministry or just called just to be a help to wherever. And so, yeah. but, but it, there was sometimes some hesitation, I, I will say, from, from pastors and ministers because they're looking at, well, who am I going to get to fill this position? And, you know, I can teach you everything you, you need to know at Ramo, and, you know, so, but there's just something about being here on campus, um, you know, and, sure. and I know it's, it's awesome to watch, you know, you guys, you're young people, and when they come to this campus, I mean, you can see, you know, it just, I mean, they're just so excited. I mean, they, they bring excitement. In fact, um, we always look forward to, to you, you guys bringing your, your excitement to get, our, get some of our youth excited as well. Yeah, especially camp meeting. They are excited. And, and not just the youth. I mean, yeah. you, know, you, know, the, you know, the older folks as well, you know, and, and to see, it is kind of interesting to see people excited about the Raymond Singers and band, you know, because some people say, well, that's just old music or whatever. Right. Now, now, I grew up with, with them, so, you know, that's, you know, but to see the younger generation excited about stuff like that. Our kids had never heard the Rama Singer band, you know, because they were around way before they were born. And if yeah. you know anything about where we're where we're at, we've got kids from all different denominational backgrounds. Yeah, you talked about that on the podcast. Raised in Word of Faith. So when they went forward to worship to those Rama Singers and band, it was legitimate. <laughs> They were excited. It was it was supernatural. I really felt because I thought this could either fly or sink. I don't know. I I had to wonder, you know, because they'd never heard that style. But they yeah. they they went right in with them, and it was almost like a roar from them every time the one man got up. Now I wasn't back from Rama Singers and Band Day, so I don't know who the the lead gentleman that got up there and was singing. Well, it depends on what song. I don't know what song. Yeah. <laughs> oh, shoot, I won't be able to. You know, it was it was Ray Jean or it was Floyd or so it was, was Floyd. It right. was Floyd. Yeah, they did and get pretty wound up. Yeah, yeah, when he when he would go to cry out or you know or you know mm. they went up with him like right. a roar. It was yeah. wild to watch, and they were, and it was it wasn't it was not natural excitement. There was some spiritual charge to that. It was it was really neat to watch them enter in like that. And and, and for those of you that don't know who the Raymond Singers and being are, because you know it, it you know. In essence, um, um, really, I guess, you know, we've done some reunion stuff, but Raymond Singer's band, it's like 15 years ago whenever we, we stopped that. But um, that was the, the, the group that traveled with my grandfather and my dad, and, um, and my dad's still traveling, but we, we'd have different, a different group that travels with them. And so it's, you know, the style of music is a little bit different. I mean, you know, uh, more of the styles from probably the 90s, um, you know, because, it, I, you know, they... Disbanded probably 2004 or five, I guess, officially, you know, because they went off for, for a little bit after my grandfather passed away, but then we disbanded. But you can get their music. Um, actually, YouTube, you just write, type in Raymond Singers and Band. Someone put every single song that we have on YouTube. Or you can go to 
um, rhema.org slash store, and you can buy. We have um, collection of favorites. We have all the, if you want to hear them. So they're not on iTunes yet. i got to fix that. But anyway, um, somebody else has posted them on YouTube, so just go there. <laughs> Pick up your story. Yeah. So, so, so we're, we're distracting. No, sorry. I got to tell you a quick story about Raymond Singers and Band. So All my right. senior year in high school, my youth pastors give me a cassette tape, like Raymond Singers and yeah. Band. And cassette, for some, that's something we used to listen to. <laughs> yeah, way back. And I did. I was like one of my few cassette tapes. I think I had a Michael W. Smith cassette tape and then that, and maybe Petra. But I started listening to that, and and then I'd go on road trips with my youth pastor. We'd listen to that over and over, and I and I memorized every song. And they came up to a small town in South Dakota, just Ramus singers and band, yeah, in like '92. And so they're at a small town, small church. There's probably 20 of us in there. We take a drive, me and my youth pastors, up to that small town, and it's just all night Ramus singers and band. And they start singing, and uh, and I'm singing my guts out and every word every little uh phrase they use in between every chorus i'm like <laughs> reciting it so so 92 what 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 town was it it was madison south dakota that's yeah. a small town yeah i'm trying to think because was, was i with them because um we used to do a lot of travel things one yeah. yeah you might have been yeah yeah we did what we call one-nighters and sometimes and you know, i didn't always speak you know, we, we we would have someone that would kind of share for ten or you know fifteen minutes or whatever. I usually couldn't go fifteen minutes, so I didn't always. <laughs> anyway, yeah, we, we did a lot of singers of band things, and that was actually when I was in Rama. So, but me and them would would go and we'd, I, we'd trade off speaking. So I, I bet I you were there. I bet I was there. Um, yeah, was, is that like where the Indian reservation type area is? Nope, um, not there. It's. Uh... There's seven in the yeah. state, well, but so, not yeah. around Madison. Because there's, there's one place we went, and there was a Dairy Queen and a truck stop, I think. I can't remember what else. <laughs> it wasn't a whole lot. <laughs> sounds like South Dakota. That sounds like us. <laughs> yep. Yeah. So I'm singing my guts out, though. And it about halfway through, it gets almost awkward because of how I am mesmerized by them. <laughs> and they're looking at me like, this so long story short it was my uh, first restraining order oh, no. <laughs> stalker, stalker. <laughs> but yeah. that was my Ramus singers and band story but, but that's I, even what you're trying to say is that it was knit into you correct that can i mean where god has you has sown your life um the camp that he's got you in the the just everything that was deposited in you from that youth pastor who is also a Rayma grad, right? And the worship that got in your heart. Right. I mean, truly, I know we're laughing about it, but it's more of what you're, you began to say is how God knitted you this into you, your, your fabric of, of who you are and how you're supposed to operate. Everything that you were going to need in that future was going to be drawn through mm -hmm. this ministry Yeah, right here. You know, maybe you're out there listening and, and you're thinking, man, I, I would like to see what, what Rhema Bible Training College is all about. If you'll just go to rbtc.org, rbtc.org, you can find out more information. You can actually fill an application out right now. In fact, if you want to hurry and fill your application out right now, you can actually attend coming up. Um, um, this, we, we have a few 
people that are actually have filled out late applications. You know, Doug Jones came two weeks late. But anyway, your name, your email, and your phone number, we'll have one of our student ambassadors um, give you a call. We'll send you a, a, a digital packet immediately. But, you know, whether you fill your call to the ministry or whether you want to learn more about the Bible, Rainbow Training College is a great place. Some people call us the, the Harvard of Bible Colleges. And so, you know, just a wonderful thing. We also have... Um, Fall College Weekend coming up in October. I don't, I don't have the dates. It's okay. You can look at that up, rbtc.org. Here at Raymond, we're bringing hope, help, and healing to the world. God bless you guys, and you have a wonderful day.